You're now listening to Music Impulse with Smiles. y'all it's your boy smiles and we back for another episode of the music impulse on this very special episode i got Lori of the podcast anxiety is a mother what's up how you doing today i'm here we've been trying to make this happen for a minute it finally happened oh yeah i was like I, I, i'm oh, hey anytime is the best time right the universe yeah. timing is always perfect yeah I'm glad but, to be here but we, we we got it in in, in the works and we, we got it done we're we doing it right now yes it's finally here yes Right, but, but hey, uh, here we are. Uh, but yeah, I, I when I found y'all's podcast, I was like, yo, I definitely have to have y'all on for uh, mental health awareness a month. So you know, uh, that's dope. I definitely want to make sure I, I got y'all on. I can't even remember where I originally found. It. I, I was it, just about to ask you that. I was like, I can't even remember. I don't, it might be just because the whole podcast Dallas thing, podcast world, yeah, yeah, because podcast street small, yeah, because <laughs> you, because you just like, hey, I just be on there like, oh, they in Dallas at, oh, oh they in Dallas at, yeah, oh, they in Dallas at, <laughs> that, but that's dope. I love that because you support, you know, those that's doing the same thing as you. Because mm-hmm, I was like, hey, we all here, all out here, just trying to get it and, and make it right and spread some kind of awareness on our platform. Yeah, because yeah. me and one of my homies. Uh, that lives down in Houston. He does a podcast. Low. He does an Audible Ruckus podcast. He was like, "Yo, y'all popping out there in, in Dallas. Y'all, y'all got a lot of sh- shit out there in Dallas." He was like, "Y'all just gotta meet and collab and and keep building it." Because he was like, "Y'all, yeah. y'all got a, a, a ecosystem. Y'all just gotta build it." <laughs> Dallas is dope. Dallas is really popping, and Dallas is. I've run into a lot of people that's out here trying to really network and just grow their brands, grow what they're doing, network with other brands. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. I love sp- it. Especially as I, the more people I meet, the more I learn that a lot of people know, a lot of people that I know that may not even be podcasts. I'm like, oh, you know, so-and-so, I like work with them at like a Walmart. Exactly. Or like- Random stuff. Dallas is small for it to be such a major city. It is very small. Yeah, and then like I got a cousin that's a photographer, and mm-hmm. random he'll always, I'm like, you took pictures of that person. I know I that know person. <laughs> or like, yo, yeah. my cousin took those photos of you. Like, how did, it's so random that you met him or how he met you. And I was like, this is it's this crazy. world is so small. I was it like, really it's is. big, but it's so small. It is. That's facts. <laughs> um, but of course, like lately, I've been like to start all my episodes off with uh, how are you doing personally, you know, with quarantine and everything. And I guess now that we're out, you know, outside is opening back up. So I'll say uh, a year ago, me was a hot mess. I was in pieces like I'm used to being this social butterfly, traveling, girls nights, kickbacks at the crib, yeah. doing stuff with my family. You know, we're used to those things. And then to be. It really like the rug was snatched from under us with yeah. this whole COVID and I'm like, it's crazy. So going from, you know, getting out five days a week, going in and out the office and commuting and to being home 24-7 was yes. really crazy for my mental um 
And it was shortly after we actually started our podcast, Anxiety as a Mother. Shout out to my co-host, Kita, who isn't here today. But um, it was shortly after we started and we just didn't realize how much we were going to need it in 2020. Um, So it was, you know, it wasn't even midway through season one. But now I am happy to say that I feel like I am leveling out. Like I'm settling. I'm good now. I'm still remote working from home. The kids are still virtual learning from home. However, um, we have a system now. It's better. We've gotten used to this. We're a year and a half into this thing. Almost a half. So it's a a lot better. I feel like I'm mentally, I'm good. I've just been busy, crazy busy, but I'm good. That's good. I'm good now. I was actually talking to my my barber earlier when I got my haircut because he was saying he was like, "Yeah, my son's last day of school is, is next week." He was like, "Man, I am so glad because I'm tired of logging that little that little motherfucker <laughs> in, in, in the class." And I'm like, "Yeah." During quarantine, I was like, I feel bad for y'all parents having to make sure like y'all's kids is up and then right. signing them in and everything. And I was right. like, "That's a lot." Of, I had a coworker one time. She had to call her kid because she wasn't logged into her science class. And it was like the third time this week. She was like, if you don't get your ass on the computer yeah. right now, she's like, I will leave work right now. <laughs> yeah. So my husband's lucky because he he works like he gets up in the middle of the night and go in at like 2 a.m. So I'm at the house making sure they are up and mm-hmm. logged in, especially in the beginning. Like I had them all downstairs and we're doing this thing the right way now. <laughs> They upstairs in their room, <laughs> but they're still logging in. They're doing what they're supposed to do. So I'm thankful for that. But it's a struggle. Shout out to all the parents yeah. who had to become teachers overnight because we didn't sign up for that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, y'all parents <laughs> had it yeah. rough. Doing so this you thing. don't have any kids, huh? No. Yeah. Well, hey, good for you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, oh man, I was like, especially like the one like you like working from home. I was like, I gotta, especially if you have like mm-hmm. little, little ones. It's like mm-hmm. I gotta. Do my job and do and this help them and, with and school. help them. So I'm 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 blessed there because my kids are. We actually have a senior graduating this year, so we have 18, 15, and twelve. So they're older. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. So yeah, they're older. So me and my husband were in a different space when it came to the age wise because they know what they're doing, but at the same time they're at the house, so they go take advantage of it. Oh, okay, turn the t- turn log in and lay back down if I want to. Turn my camera off. Point the. I I see them all the time with their laptop. The thing is the screen's way back. <laughs> And it's pointed up at the ceiling so the teacher can't see them if the camera is on. So they do what they do. Um, and I feel like we all kind of do that. We take advantage of the situations. But it is what it is. They're passing. That's all that matters at this point. I, I know that's right. Because yeah. I, I remember I actually had a job interview at one point during quarantine. And the lady in the middle of the interview, she was like, Hold on, she like <laughs> muted it, but I I visually saw her like turn around and like yelling. <laughs> and yelling. And she was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. They know I was I was doing an interview, and I told them to be quiet. I was That's like, crazy. I was like, no worries. It's Man, right. it's so real out here. I've been on. We've been on calls and kids yelling in the background. I do. I'm like, hey, just ignore it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Yes. At this point, we all just used to. Yeah, it. Yeah. Like, everybody's used to it. I feel. Yeah. Yes. We don't have a choice. Yeah, it's like it is what it is. But it did make me realize my next house, I would definitely have an office. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause no. <laughs> quarantine If quarantine did nothing else It made me want a bigger house Yeah, I, I know that's right <laughs> Yeah it, I have it on my Like I'm planning now It'll be purchased next year I'm ready <laughs> <laughs> But uh, also with the, the podcast You said y'all Like recently had just started with quarantine I guess How did y'all have to adjust with uh, The 
the quarantine, I guess, uh, with, I guess, recording and mm-hmm. guests and all that. How'd, you, how'd y'all have to deal with that? Man, we got on Google and YouTube faithfully, like, okay, what are we doing? Because, you know, it even got to a point, like, my co-host is my, my first cousin, so we're family. And she stays literally five minutes from me, and we were recording at her house. But with quarantine, you know, we don't want to go around anybody. Like, I love you, but it's a no. Like, we don't yeah. know what's happening. People are dying. Yeah. You know, we're taking it like, serious. We're still learning. Right. So, so, um, like, what that was last March, and it happened right around spring break, and we were already off for a week. So we took that kind con- that time and kind of just researched a little bit and and found different um, platforms we could use. And it wasn't Zoom first off; it was a, a few others, and I can't even remember the names of them. But where you can check record virtually. Yeah, I was like, I know we we did a couple of drums. I think we did like Skype. Like a couple of them I could never like- figure out Skype Which was crazy Like it was never Work really for us um, There was one That was something Zencaster Yeah I, was like, did, I, I, yeah. Think, I think we did like Maybe like one episode With that mm-hmm, just, I didn't really we like just, it Yeah we were yeah. just Testing stuff out Trying to figure it out Right Quality was going through it I know our listeners Was like This is hot garbage (laughs) So we apologize But yeah We were trying to figure it out Because you don't want to Let your responsibilities And and the things you're You know Committed to Just go down the drain Because this has come in And shook up the place But Mm -hmm. at the same time You know The show must go on So we navigated our way through it We finally settled on Zoom And it's been working out for us And yeah That's what it is Oh yeah, but uh, also to, to go back a, a little bit, I guess can you give a little back here on how the podcast came to be, and I guess whose whose idea was it to start the podcast and all that. So I didn't even listen to podcasts like two and a half, three years ago. We actually uh, we went on this girls trip for my friend's birthday, uh-huh. and um, we were in the cabin. And my cousin was uh, like, um, on the way there, she was like, "You can ride with me, but I'm gonna listen to podcast the whole way." I'm like, "I'm good. <laughs> I want to ride with you." So I rode with my other friends. But um, while we were there, you know, we were talking about podcasts. She was like, "I'm gonna put you on to this, 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 and a third. And so this is my co-host, my cousin, saying this, and. Um, and then when we got back, we would always, there were just all these times where we were sitting in her kitchen having these conversations and they would just be so therapeutic. Yeah. And we were always end up talking about either relationships, our anxiety, stuff we were going through, depression. Like we were just expressing that to each other, usually over a glass of wine and um, or bottles and, um, <laughs> and just having like this therapeutic therapeutic moment right so um my cousin's like I want to start a podcast I've been wanting to start a podcast and I was like oh we should do one together mm-hmm. and we were like what would we do it on and so we just we didn't force it and I'm so big on not forcing things kind of just put it out there in the universe and let whatever is going to happen come to you naturally and I feel like you see signs and you know things and, and you just know what you're supposed to do right yeah so um we're sitting in her kitchen one day or her living room somewhere. And she's like, anxiety is a mother. And we were like, that's it. <laughs> we're like, that's it. It's going to be on anxiety. Cause that's what we were always talking about. Right. Yeah. And so it happened just naturally. And that's how we knew, like, that's what we were supposed to be doing. Oh, that's, that's awesome. You're like, yeah. Cause I, I love y'all's name. Cause it's like, like that's unique. Like anxiety is a mother. Like, yeah. cause it's like, you're like, Hey, you know what we're trying to say? It's a motherfucker. Let's yeah. be clear. Yeah. <laughs> Not mother as in M-O-T-H-E-R. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm, like, I'm like, everybody know like, what and then, Plus, I, I love y'all's logo with the fre- the, the playoff of Fresh Prince. I was like, I, I think that's oh, dope. Oh, you like that? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's super dope. But, uh, and then I know, like, 
y'all y'all do like the the seasons and stuff. What was the inspiration for? Behind doing the seasons or like how how long of a break do y'all usually do or like, cause I know y'all do the seasons. So, so we run through the end of December through the end of May or first week of June. We yeah. don't go past the first week of June, and it's kind of um, for me. I kind of like it. It's like grind season. It's like after the holidays, you know, you getting that out the way, getting back to the you know real life world, right? And um. I don't know, just I feel like during at, at that point, you know, especially during September in schools, getting back in session for parents, like that's a big time. You want to kind of get through those things. And I feel like that season or that time frame was the perfect time okay. to really just put the podcast out. Summers, we got our, you know, we can be, have our city girl summers and have <laughs> our fun and not have to, because you know, as a fellow podcaster, like it's a lot of work. Yeah, it it's is. a lot that goes into it. So um, I feel like it was the, just the best time for us. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that's super cool. I know um, Brianna was like, what's good podcast? She she does like seasons for her podcast. And then right. I got another homegirl, uh, she does a podcast about motherhood with like one of her friends. She does like the seasons and stuff. So right, but. and and I feel like you do what's best for you. I don't feel like there's a blueprint. You don't have to always follow this blueprint that other yeah. people are doing. I feel like you should take and do what's best for you because I know some podcasts that do like they'll do a few episodes, take a break, do a few more episodes, take a break, do a few more. For me, when I have my break, I want a break. <laughs> <laughs> And then come back and know, okay, I got this long call. But when I take my break, I'm taking my break. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like, I know uh, when we first, well, the original podcast, the Uncle Urban podcast with me and my guys, uh, Shad and Tim, mm-hmm. uh, we were doing like every two weeks. And then right. quarantine, because of being able to stream and stuff, we went to like every week. And then I, then I started side podcast, Music Impulse. So it was kind of like. Well, we'll just do episodes whenever, like, Josh is not doing music yeah. in pause. And then me and Shot started uh, our, another side podcast called Shot vs. Smiles. And this is like, it's like, it's we, so much it's, to talk about, huh? Yeah. Get out there. Yeah, that, that's super important. I know the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, throughout your time, I guess, what were some of your, your favorite uh, episodes you have you had so far? I, I know just doing my little deep dives, I know I listened to the one where y'all were. Just talking about the struggles of being podcast and like like being friends and whatever like doing pod, like how y'all had to like take breaks from each other like oh, I listened yeah. to that one I listened to the could most. you relate to that yeah because I, I was like hey that that's me and my guys <laughs> right there right yeah that's with us because of course that's my cousin and family comes before anything right so you don't you're not going to jeopardize that relationship but when it comes to working with someone yeah it's just the people look at it like it's just a podcast it's not that serious but when you're invested in something you're yes. putting something out there and you got your name look on at it. Joe Budden and his friends right now <laughs> right and I hadn't even dug into all that hoopla I really want to know what happened there I saw people talking about it but I haven't run and looked for myself but yeah it's a it's a lot that goes into it and you want it to be right you want to make sure everybody's pulling their weight and you know it's not one-sided and I know she's felt like it was one-sided where she was doing more and vice versa so we want to always make sure our relationship is good but the most important thing if I can give a tip there it is you have to realize that not everybody thinks the same works the same or is going to have the same outlook on you know whatever you're doing whatever is the case is so you have to you know grant grace and and realize that we're not going to always see this the same and we have to learn to um 
You got to learn to disagree sometimes, but still do what's best for your brand. And that's kind of what we took from it. And we have open conversations. Like if I, don't, I ain't fucking with that, I ain't fucking with. I'm sorry. Do you cuss oh, in your no, podcast? Yeah, okay. But you know, okay, cool. Because, you know, I mean, the only podcast episode I didn't ever been able to put not um not put that label explicit on was when we had a pastor on. So <laughs> I was like, I don't have to check this box. Um, but no, but um, for real, though, you have to be able to say, you know, I'm not fucking with this, but you be able to walk away from this table and I feel like your feelings hurt. Mm hmm. So that's something super important. If you can't go into business, into any kind of uh, relationship with someone and have that mutual understanding, you shouldn't be in that relationship. That's definitely right. But uh, what, what I guess what's some of your, your favorite episodes that you've had so, so far? So my favorite, I say Black Culture is a Mother, season one. I don't remember what episode that was, but season one, Black Culture is a Mother. Um which I love the titles y'all had for the, all those. You like the season one titles? Yeah. Yeah, we kind of got away from it season two. We wanted to shake it up, but we might revisit that in the future. You never know. Yeah. Um, the religion episode, religion as a mother, was one of my favorites, too, in relationships. Okay. Yeah, that was that, those three. It's a few more, too. Um, but, yeah, those three. And season two has really been popping, too. We had a lot of guests on. We also had Freeway Recross on season yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I think that was how I first saw y'all. Really? I think, I, like, again, I, was, I don't remember exactly, but I, was like, I think that was like, the first so. one I've seen. Yeah, that one brought a lot of uh, new people to us. Uh, Principles of Our Mother. That was that one. He dropped a lot of knowledge on us. So shout out to Freeway Recross. That was a dope episode. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I, I like that one because I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's probably like the first episode I ever listened to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was one of my favorites, too. And shout out to Vita. Vita joined us this season. So we had an episode with her. So, yeah, I have been, I'm biased. So <laughs> all yeah. of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, because uh, when I saw that video, I was like, me, like, want to be in radio and working in radio and all that. So I was like, I was like, oh, I got to hear, like, radio, somebody in radio, I know. Right. You know I, was like, I was like, I got listeners. I, I love right. hearing, hearing different, different aspects and people's different stories and stuff like that. Right, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I guess also, uh, if everyone's seen, like, on y'all social media, y'all also have your own side businesses. Uh, Kita has the, the Z's ice cream puffs and yes. you have the, the energies. Um, I guess... Uh, what's what's that like? Also, you know, dealing with not only being a, a parent, a wife, mom, podcaster, and also right. like running businesses and all that. What, what what's that like? All right, so cool. So I'm the wife, and uh, Kita's the, as Kita single. That's why we're having this uh, speed dating event, which I know we're going to talk about a little bit. But um, and Kita is a full time entrepreneur and has ZZ's Ice Cream Puffs, which is our food truck that has a sweet treat. So it's like a fried donut with ice cream in the middle. You can put your own toppings on. It's really dope. And it's just really popping for her. I'm super excited about it. It's doing big things. So make sure y'all follow that. Check her out. She posts where she's uh, where she's pulled up at every day on Instagram. And then Energies is my brand that has not officially launched. So the fact that you know you paid attention to my bio <laughs> is, is a plus for me. I love that. But um, I like when people notice and pay attention to things when you're not constantly putting it out there. But yeah, Energies is going to be an essential body care line as well as a clothing brand that's coming soon. I'm working tirelessly on it. Okay. So it means a lot to me, though. I got some stuff done this past week with Energies. So I'm super excited about that. So more to come on Energies. Okay, that's super dope. But I, I guess, you know, you know, with all that, uh, can you speak on like, the importance, I guess, just trying to find a balance and just Ooh. as well as just uh, taking time for yourself with 
everything. It's so funny that you say that because that's what I've been struggling with lately is balance. Um, because I feel like when I pick up something new, I tend to drop off something I had been consistent with. Right. So like I used to always like work out faithfully five in the morning. I used to uh, get up and go to the gym at five thirty before COVID. Mm-hmm. And then when COVID hit, we started doing virtual training. So I would get up and, and log on in the mornings. But now it has gotten so hard for me. And not only that, but it's like I'm usually up working late on energies or the podcast after work. I'm still working on yeah. side stuff. So um, it's like I don't have time to work out anymore. So I'm so unbalanced right now. I'm going to have to be all the way honest with you. I've been so unbalanced lately, but I'm getting back to it because it's so important for me to stay level with Mm -hmm. just if it's my working out and taking care of my body and my mental health and going to therapy or whatever the case is. Like I have to uh, stay level on that. I feel like you have to be balanced in all things and um, being consistent yeah, consistency. That's that's my problem. Consistency. Stress working out. Consistency. My mm-hmm. my, my thing. Consistent. And I was thinking consistency. That's the only word that was popping in my head when you were mentioning like uh, you and your friends in the podcast, and then starting another podcast and doing every two weeks or falling off or whatever. Man, we have to be consistent when we have a goal, when we have a dream, when we see something we really want to do. Like you just got to stay consistent on it, no matter what it takes. What it you don't feel like it, that's when you need to do it even more. And I'm talking to myself nobody else <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i was like yeah consistency has definitely always been my thing like like working out for example is just mm-hmm. i've already started and stopped started and stopped it's mm-hmm. like i'll go strong for like a few months and then yeah i'll be like oh i'm tired i'm doing like the right. next day and before i know it i'm like man it's been like two weeks since i right. worked out and then like the the guy i was working out uh I reached out. I was like, I know you kind of get tired of me. Just like, hey, let's work out. And it was like, he was like, hey, man, just, you know, just hit me up whenever you're free. He <laughs> was like, man, shout out to my trainer, Body Valley. I love her, Leanne, because she keeps dealing with me. I don't know why, but um, I'm the same way because I'll see my toxic trait is I'll see a little. Uh, I'll see some improvement and I'll let up. I'll let up <laughs> off the gas real quick. Oh, you got a little ab poke. Okay. You got a little ab poke. Baby, let's celebrate. No. We got that one to, pack right there. Right. So you got to keep applying that pressure. We got to keep going. Yeah. We're not letting up no more. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I was like, um, the one I was supposed to go to tonight, I was like, oh, I was like, I, I hit them. I was like, I need to reschedule for Tuesday. I was like, I'm going to be there Tuesday. I was like, but I was like, I forgot I had a podcast interview. I was like, but I was like, I'll be there Tuesday for sure. Right. So I was like, I'm, I'm trying to be consistent at least going like three days a week from from, from now on. So yeah, 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 yeah. Show up for yourself. That's what what my trainer tells me. Show up for yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so kind of speaking, going to like the anxiety thing. I guess when, when was the first time you really? Realize you you suffer from like anxiety yourself. Oh, I remember like it was yesterday. So I was in work. I was at work and um, I was at work and I'm walking through the office and um, something had happened and uh, and I just had this like I couldn't control my breathing. I, I was just I, I I felt like I was about to faint. I felt like I was about to um, like I had no control over myself, right? And um, and I remember. St- you know, going outside and calling my husband and, and telling him how I was feeling. He said, I think you're having a panic attack. And I'm like, I've never had a panic attack before. It sounds crazy to me. And um, and after that, which I had gone to therapy before that, but after that, I started going back to therapy. And um, 
and just doing going through different uh, techniques and things with my with my therapist and and was officially diagnosed, which I, I also feel like. I feel like people can put any kind of label on you if they wanted to. Yeah. So I'm one of those people that's always skeptical about what a doctor or anyone. Like I'm always, I'll get a second opinion, right? Yeah. But when it came to this, like I was all the way honest. Because sometimes when you're filling out those questionnaires in the hospital, you're like, okay, or a doctor's office, you're like, I ain't going to tell them everything. But like I was 100, like I was all the way honest. And I feel like she, you know, she was really looking out for my best interest. And, um, and I just started looking more into it and realizing, you know that I suffer with this and I've suffered with this for a very long time I just it took that one moment and that panic attack and my husband saying those words to me for me to really grasp it and realize it and then decide to start you know trying to do something about it oh yeah I, was like, I remember uh I would say the only one time I've, I've had was uh Maybe five or six years oh, ago. Wow. Oh, years okay. ago, uh, I was at my uh, last radio job, and I just remember like feeling like this intense pressure and just mm-hmm. starting to cry. And I'm like, "Why am I crying?" Like I was like, "I, was like, I don't understand." I, I don't understand. And so I, I like I usually do. I called my mom. I was like, <laughs> "Mom, I was like, I don't know why." I was like, "I just." Uh, she was like, "Well, what's wrong?" I was like, "Were you watching something?" I was like, oh, "No, I'm just here at work," and you know. But working in radio and news, like, all you hear is depression, depressing shit, like, all, all day, day long. And she was like, well, that might be it. I was like, I was like yeah, I, was like, I know. I was like, I've been kind of, like, feeling down. I was like, because I know, like, one of my coworkers earlier today, and early in the day was, like, telling me about how, like, her and her husband were having issues. And then mm-hmm. it was around the time, like, Trump did or said some shit. And then I was like, <sighs> and then him. going to work and just hearing, like, more, like, horrible. She was like, and... I was also like the first time I heard about being an empath, and she was like, "She's like that's like this because you're empathetic." She was like, you're "Like that that pressure and that is like because you you're feeling the weight of the world. You don't have to." She's like, "That's good that you you're feeling those feelings from other people and all this stuff that nothing has to really do with you." She's like, "That's like that's because you're empathetic." She's like, "But you probably having a panic attack." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, "Well, I don't get it." She was like, "She was like, yeah." She's like, "She's like just breathe, just." Calm down. She's like, mm-hmm. go get you some water or something like that. If you need to walk around real quick, and I was just like, Ooh, yeah. I was like, I was like, whoa, that was weird. That it's was crazy. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. It's a lie. It's crazy. You said that about being an empath too, because I just found out uh, maybe a few years ago that I'm an empath, and I like you. And that's the thing. That's another reason why we started our podcast because. I can speak for me as a black woman. I was not raised being taught about mental health, anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, impact. Like I didn't know anything about that. We I had to learn it as an adult, right? Mm-hmm. So I always knew that I love celebrating other when I see somebody else win, bought a house, oh, yeah. bought their dream car, oh my God, I will shed tears of joys. I don't know these people, yeah, right? That's I me. feel it. I'm so genuinely I've happy. I've cried so many times on TV shows and movies. Oh my gosh. It's it's crazy. <laughs> but then also when you see the bad stuff, when you see these black men being murdered mm-hmm. for no reason, when you see, you know, just craziness happening in this world and the last Supposed president we had in white office, you know, it's just so much the insurrection on the Capitol. Like, it, I carry all so much stuff, so much bad stuff. Like, it weighs me down. It, it that's why it's so important um, to take care of ourselves. Yeah, you have to get that off of you. You have to work through those feelings. You have good or bad. You got to work through it. Yep. it. And being an empath, like it's it's good. It's a blessing and a curse because you can you can genuinely support 
celebrate other people when they're winning, even if you're not, but you also carry all the bad. Yep. I was like, cause, uh, uh, like another example was when one of my coworkers, uh, when she lost her baby, I was the one that took took her to the hospital, <sighs> and just sitting there when the when the nurse came in and she was like, Do, "Is it all right that your coworkers in?" And she was like, "Yeah," and she told him, and I was just like, "Oh, damn." See, yeah, I and then, but I was like, "I got to be strong, strong yeah. for her." I was like, "Cause I was like, she just heard the most wrenching, yeah, thing ever." And again. After I left, finally left, I went in my car and I just started crying. I come home, I was like, yeah. I was, I was like, I was like, I had to be strong. She was like, it's all right to cry. She, she was like, she's like, that's your friend. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, something happened. She's like, but you, you tried to hold it strong, be there yeah. for. She's like, she's like, go ahead. At that time, she was like, Josh, pull over on the side of the road. She was like, I don't need you being upset. Yeah. <laughs> driving and all that. So I was like, I pulled over and she was like, sit there and cry as long as you need yeah. to. Yeah. Sometimes you have to sit in it and yep. feel it and start getting past it. Yeah, so I was, I was like, I was like, yeah, it was like definitely, like, you know, anxiety, being an empath, and all that. I was like, yeah, that's when I first kind of started really understanding a lot of that stuff a lot recently. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, I also wanted to ask you because you know my 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 girl, uh, she suffers from like anxiety and depression. It was like, okay. uh, uh, shout out to April Danielle, and uh, she's she's a big uh, advocate for telling speaking about people with you know anxiety and depression. Right. And Is it, I, I'm sorry, you say your girl, your girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Hey, April. <laughs> uh, she she she's a fellow podcaster. We, we met doing doing, doing this little whole podcast. Oh, pod, 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 podcast making <laughs> love connections and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that also. Um, Brought brought on like one of the questions I, I I wanted to ask is like I guess uh, I don't know if like if your husband or like uh, I guess what would you say about someone having to deal with a relationship either like girlfriend boyfriend or brother sister friendship I guess mm-hmm. on dealing with someone with uh, any advice or anything about people with having to deal with someone with anxiety and depression? Oh, so I would say and and I can use me and my co-host for example because clearly we both have anxiety right <laughs> and suffer with depression at some point in our lives. Um, not saying we're currently depressed. However, I would say um, one you have to. Well, before you can do that, you have to know each other's triggers. Mm-hmm. You have to identify those things. You have to identify, you know, what may trigger you, things that may bother you. You just have to be have those open conversations. Right. And two, you have to respect each other's boundaries, Um, not taking things personal. Yeah. You can't can't take it personal because sometimes it ain't got nothing to do with you. Right. It's just our own stuff, Um, especially when you have anxiety. Like it's just our own stuff. I could be amazing and one little thing could trigger me and now my whole mood day is just ruined. But I'm not mad at my husband, but he still go ask me 50 times, like, what's wrong with you? Like, he knows me. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Something's wrong with you. And nine times out of 10, the first 20 times, I'm going to say nothing because that's just me. I don't want to talk about it. I'm okay. Like, in my mind, I'm okay. I'm going to push through it. You don't want to ruin everybody's day and mood around you. But at the same time, this one little thing that triggered you, really, nothing's wrong. <laughs> but it was just a trigger. So I think that's super important when it comes to relationships is um, just respecting each other's boundaries, knowing those triggers, and being able to communicate when they're ready to. Because sometimes you're not always ready to. And if you like, you know, you know something wrong with April and she's nothing, give her a minute. 
yeah. you know, respect that. Sometimes we want you to be like, okay, what's no, no, something wrong, like, and be <laughs> in my space. Sometimes we want that, sometimes we don't, but you don't know. Yeah, that, so that's it's what hard. I struggle with. I'm like, do I give you space? Do I push more? Yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes I feel like it's the little things, it's the sweet nothings, it's the, the little things you know that's go do it for her, that's go put a smile on her face, that's go shift that mood. Like, you have to do those little things. You have to be very detail-oriented. You got to pay attention and know that person. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things. But you can work through anything. No? Yeah, I know, like, one of my uh, homies, uh, Shot, uh, you know, he, he has uh, his, like, anxiety and, and stuff. And he was just saying, he was like, bro, you just got to give her time. He's like, as someone who suffers from anxiety myself, he was like, you yeah. just got to give her time. He was like, I, he's like, I know it's hard. He's like, and I know you. He's like, you're a person that likes to help and be there for people. He was mm-hmm. like, just give her time. Yeah, sometimes you need that space, but we also need to know you there. Like, it's man, and and then as I've been yeah, saying, like, thinking like, about like, it, like, just check in on her. Like, you know, yeah. hey, good morning. Just hey, how you, how's your day? He was like, he's like, even if she don't respond, at least she she knows. He's like, because he's like, I bet nine times out of ten, because she knows you there, she'll respond to you before she respond to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. Like, it may take her a few hours or whatever. He's like, but I bet all the mother missed calls or missed messages. She's like, I bet she responded to you. I was, yeah. like, I was like, yeah, she was. And he was like, see, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also keep in mind, do those things outside the box too. Like, put that inner that good energy in. Like, yeah. really show that effort. Yeah, that, that's yeah. A, I've definitely been Check learning. The moods. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember. Uh, I can't remember the name of the show, but I uh, I remember like when we first started dating. She sent me like a episode of I forgot what the name of the show was but it was about anxiety and depression she was like watch this and it basically was like an example of the lady like suffering from depression and anxiety and she was I was like that's like she was like she's like this is just a, an example of she's like how I feel because the lady like was getting ready to go on a date she was like getting all primped and whatever and like happy like yes I'm about to go on a date and then like while she was like getting her makeup on like it just came it just on changed. And then she just sat there and just started crying. And, like, the dude who was going on a date, like, he was at the door, like, ringing. And she mm-hmm. just sat there, just didn't answer. And he was calling. I was, I was like, oh. I guess she was like, yeah, that's an example of, like, how she like, it could just be something that just, like mm-hmm. you said, a trigger that just mm-hmm. turns it on. <laughs> and it's crazy, man. People's triggers are different. Like, it can be a song, a number, a, t- a name. Like, it could be so many things. But I feel like when when someone really means something to you, you're gonna put forth that effort to really make sure they know it and they feel it. So, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm definitely that's one of the things I'm, I'm learning and having to adjust to mm-hmm. doing that doing that myself. Yeah, that's good. You yeah. doing it though? <laughs> yeah. But um, to uh, transfer, uh, you, like I said, you got the uh, upcoming uh, speed dating event uh, at the Weed Spot, which uh, I've, I've been there. Twice Have so far. I, the first time I went with uh, April, uh, we were just down in Bishop Orange Station. Mm-hmm. We, we were like, "Oh, that's the weed spot. We, we heard of it. And like, let's let's go in there, check that's it out." Spot. That's <laughs> our spot. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, me and uh, the homie Shot, we just recently uh, went there to have like a little podcast and um, little meeting. We were like, "Yeah, let's go see what's up down at Bishop Orange." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, let's go to the weed spot." I thought me and April went there before. Let's mm-hmm. me and him sat there and played like Connect Four for mm-hmm. like a, a couple hours and just sit there and chat. Did you hit up the tea or coffee? Did yeah, you try one? Yeah, I usually do the. Uh, I, the first time I've got. I know I did tea both times. I 
Last night I think I did the hibiscus tea. Oh, okay. And the I first like time hibiscus. I probably did like green tea or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you try the very berry. Is berry berry or very berry something like that? Okay. Yeah, tell them the one Laurie always give from anxiety. It's a mother they know. Okay, yeah, <laughs> they know. But yeah, that that's my favorite tea uh, with the Delta Eight is dope. But shout out to Jabari and the Wee Spot and April over there. But that's one of our favorite spots. It's such a dope spot, and so we're always in there. And we feel like it would be perfect to do the um, the speed dating event there. Like I said, Kita is single, and although she she's happily single and not looking for a relationship, but we um just played or joked about you know doing this whole speed dating thing because we don't see it a lot with Black people doing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So we started our podcast to switch up the narrative and to have the conversations that we feel like we didn't grow up with in the Black community. Why not continue that trend and doing things that Black people don't normally do, which speed dating? So me and a couple of my married friends will be you know hosting the night and keeping things flowing for all the single people that come out so just mingle and it the sales have been i mean it's a free event but you do have to register and it's been crazy like people been registering like crazy so it's a lot of single people out here trying to get uh booed up apparently <laughs> yeah that's dope that's dope because i want to act i was like i want to support but i was like i'm not single but i was like i just want to come just to support i was like i mean there there are going to be other people that are in okay. relationships there so feel free to come i mean the weed spot is a good kickback anyway yeah. so yeah feel free to come through how you'll see how you a coffee um just enjoy like it's gonna be cool and it's gonna be the day before memorial day hopefully you don't have to work memorial day and you can just you know turn up and have some fun yeah that's why i was like i'm gonna have to make sure i ask because i was like i want to come and support but i don't want nobody think i'm not right bring april hopefully she can make it too yeah that's why i was like i'm like i've already been to the the weed spot twice i was like i I like the little place it's like it's it's dope it's a nice vibe because i know uh, yeah, Jabari, he was telling us how they, they're working on opening up a second location yes, soon. Yes, so, yes. And a restaurant. Oh, they wow. doing yeah. big things. And the restaurant will be all infused, too. So. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I can't wait. <laughs> they get enough of my money as it is. But listen, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I, know, I remember uh, listening to that episode. And y'all were saying, like, oh, yeah, we're here like a few days a week. <laughs> <laughs> right, we are. But it's just a good vibe. But the biggest thing is, and why I really love supporting it's because it's black. Um, yes. Let's be clear. I'm rooting for everybody black these days. Doesn't mean I'm not rooting for if you you're you if you aren't black. However, um, I just feel like I, I black people need a lot of extra love. Yeah, that's how I was like mm-hmm. when I saw him in the phone. I'm like, oh yeah, it's like definitely gotta support like y'all black owned that that was it. Mm-hmm. Especially like hearing his story, like yeah, his mom owned it and all that. I was like, right. and they just opened like a year ago, and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, I was like, I gotta support y'all. Yeah, yeah, like, and it's just a dope vibe. Aesthetically, it's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, plus I was like, I, I, I definitely on a, I wouldn't say a connoisseur. I was like, I'm a. Uh, you did with a dabbler in, in edibles. I was right. like, cause I was like, I, I don't know how to do no rolling up. I don't, I don't do right. none of that. Pizza. <laughs> I was like, but I, 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 I'll eat an edible. I was like, cause it soothes me, especially cause. Especially when I was working uh, two jobs, yeah, I'd get off at midnight. and I'm like, I got to be up in six hours, but I can't go. Can't to relax, sleep. right? And those CBD gummies are really good for just being able to relax, especially with anxiety. I know with me, the teas, the CBD gummies are good for just that relaxation and calming you. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which in fact, my very first time getting high was often uh, uh, edible brownie, like ten. Maybe about ten years ago, that that, that was a bad experience. <laughs> so I always tell people like I'll never eat an edible brownie ever, ever again. <laughs> I was like, but we were it's also not- dumb college students, not knowing what we were doing. We literally just took the weed and threw it in like the brownie batter and. 
mixed it together. Oh my god, no, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. I, was like, I, was like, well, yeah. I know you don't even do that because I have a friend that make good cookies. I won't name her, but <laughs> <laughs> and I watched her, and I know that's not how it's done. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was gone. I, I, oh I, my god! I, I barely remember the night, but I just remember waking up the next day on our couch, like what happened, and then seeing like a hospital wristband on my hand, like. <gasps> I'm like, you went to the hospital. They they said I didn't. I like my friends. They're like, bro, you would not come down to like. We had came down from our high. And you were just some Stuck. reason just still just <laughs> out of there. And they're like, so we got rid of all the evidence. <laughs> we called nine one one. They were like, uh, yeah, uh, we're gonna send him to the hospital. Give him like a little shot. So they they said they sent me with uh, one of my homies, uh, his girl, now his wife. They sent me with her. They're like, hey, we were both like zoo. They're like, we sent you with her because she was she was so black women are always saving people. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed she was a black woman. Yeah, and so she uh, I rode with uh, rode with her to the house. She said she's like, yeah, well, we got there. She's like, they gave you like a shot, and they're like. He'll be right. He gonna go to sleep and he'll be right. <laughs> they used to it. <laughs> they was used to it. I, was, I just remember waking up on our couch like the next day, like what happened? They're like, bro, you was wild last night. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, let's not do that anymore. Yeah. Was, well, I, you know better. You do better. Yeah, I was like, ever since then, I'm like, yep, yeah, no more edible brownies. No more doing that. And then mm-hmm. all my weed smuggling friends at the time, they were, you get a you get a brownie for your first time getting high. Like, are you stupid? <laughs> like, you know the weed hits you like all at once. I'm like, I didn't know. I just thought yeah. I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> Whole thing. I was I was like, hey, they came down for over and they were like I never came down. You were still up there kicking it. Yeah, they was like you was just up in the clouds, just up there. <laughs> so funny. Well, I'm glad you survived. You good. You like, know better. Oh yeah, I was like, I was like, no, I I I get uh, edible treats quite often now. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to consume them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, like uh, I had some edible chips uh, recently, about two weeks That's ago. That's the weirdest thing to me. The chips. Yeah, like my coworkers, like, he was like, I got these these edible Doritos. I was like, oh, let me try those. I was like, oh, I could taste it really really strong, but I was like, it also tastes like the Dorito. So did you have to eat? Did you feel anything from eating a couple chips? Or yeah, that, I probably had like uh, maybe like three or four chips from probably and kicked in probably like an hour and a half. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh okay, that's weird to me. The whole chip thing. I saw that. I was like, oh, I've never tried the chips. Yes, yeah. I, I usually stick to like the uh, like uh, the fruity pebble treats or like gummies and mm-hmm. candy and stuff like that. But I was, I was like, I'm gonna try the chips. I was like, I probably won't do the chips again just because they. The flavor was just too over. I'm like, I was like, I don't want very yeah. overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't want to really taste the weed on like my chips and all that. Yeah, that's that don't even seem like it would be good. Yeah, but you know, uh, shout out to edibles and yeah, people getting mm, creative with what you can do with these edibles these days. Mm-hmm. It's mind blowing. Um, but then also I saw on y'all's stuff, y'all y'all have an, an anxiety is a mother playlist. We do. So we we create a playlist um, at the end of every season. Is it the end? Oh, we already did season two. Uh, see, you got me in work mode because I'm like, do I need to be making a playlist now? No, but uh, yeah, we create yeah, one, one every season. Uh, your Akita was the soul one and yours was the trap yeah, one. Yeah, so, so her vibe is more of the she will Ari Lennox and... Uh, uh, Brent Fayaz and to you to death. <laughs> I'm 
I'm I'm the trap girl. I liked it that trap music. I like to turn up, which of course I have. I'm not trap all day long. Like in the mornings, I start off low. I come in with a little Lundrell, <laughs> some gospel. You know, Mary Mary, get my day going. Marvin Sapp, one of my favorites. Yolanda Adams. You know, you kind of yeah, gotta start work on your positive. way up. Yeah. yeah, start off positive or listening to some of the inspirational. Um, videos. I really like the mixed ones with um, on YouTube. You know, usually Steve Harvey or Denzel Washington, and um, mm-hmm. to get your day started, those are really good. But I, it's important to wake up with a positive mindset, right? To get your day started, especially on Mondays. Um, but after that, yeah, let's trap it out. <laughs> let's trap it out. <laughs> let's trap, let's it, trap out. it out. What, what are some of your, I guess you I'm, could say I, currently, I got what's some all of your favorite white trap? bricks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm that type pulling up to the job, all white bricks banging. Um, if somebody's outside your house and the music banging, it's probably Laurieann. It's me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I just I'm a big trap music. Lil Baby is one of my favorites. Yeah, I was like I've been saying he's my my favorite probably like a couple two or three years now. So I like the seeing yeah. the, the blow up he's has right now, which is dope. Actually, um, right before I, I came here, I saw the Space Jam soundtrack. They posted that the first song from the soundtrack. I don't know like, if you saw it or not. I haven't. It's Little Baby featuring Kirk Franklin. Shut up! Yes. Really? Yeah, little baby featuring Kirk oh, Franklin. Oh, is it Kirk replies? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to that. That's dope. When does that movie come out? Uh, I think in June sometime. Oh, that's dope. I was like, I was like, little baby and Kirk Franklin. I was like, that is going to be very oh, interesting. Kirk. Maybe uh, Kirk could drop a few of them elbows. Right, <laughs> I know. Right. Look, people were so wrong for clowning him about cussing his son out. Cuss his grown ass out. He deserved it. That's what I was. Like, stop. I, I was like, plus I was like, this, this grown ass man. He's thirty years old. Right, recording it and everything. Who does that? <laughs> Who does that? Right. I was like, I was like, nah. I was like, you ain't giving the feedback on what have you been doing. You you've been a, a bad son. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> this is like Kirk. Like, nah. We we've gave him multiple chances. He, he's just yeah. mad. I won't give him no money. Yeah. Basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. uh, I guess what else are you are, are you feeling lately? I guess on, on on the trap side. On the trap side, let's see. So, um. I- you know what? I am really been put on to, and I didn't really, I'm not going to say I didn't like him at first. I didn't listen to his music a lot at first, but Moneybag Yo. Yeah, I, I like his new album. Yeah, Moneybag Yo. And then, oh, there's this one artist um, back in, and, and it's so crazy because I heard the song for the first time in uh, Cancun. Never heard it in the States before that, but our driver in Cancun, we were like, he was like, what y'all want to listen to? It was like trap, right? <laughs> Um, or I was like trap because I'm the trap friend, and uh, he put it on a hundred shots. I can't even think of the artist. Uh, Who is 100 that? Hundred shots. Um, uh huh. Yeah, that's I. I, I can't. Uh, look, don't I worry, don't I'm gonna pull it up because it's in my library. But yeah, so I really like that too. Oh, Mo three. Yeah, I was banging Mo three here on my way up here. Yeah, I was like, um, I really didn't get hit to him. Young and, Dolph. Yeah, young, young, young Dolph. Dolph. Yeah, 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 young yeah. Dolph. Yeah, Memphis has been putting on. Yeah, I was like, they, they got a lot of Memphis artists. Memphis got on. some heat coming out of there. So, yeah, I think, if I'm not mistaken, forgive me if I am, but I think Young Dolph's from Memphis, yeah. too. 
Yeah, so but yeah, yeah that's a few people I'm listening to. These. So uh, I guess with uh, season three wrapping up, is, is it going to be more soul and trap? Or are y'all going to do like a different vibe, or, or haven't really planned it out yet? I can't really switch up who I am though, so I feel like I, I try to put different music on my playlist, not the same songs, but it's still going to be trap from Lori. Like, of course, I listen to some of everything. My kids, especially my youngest daughter, listens to everything. <laughs> like she discovered um, Screw. Music, right? And okay. she calls it slowed and chop. What she slowed and chop? And me and my husband were like, "Girl, bye. Y'all did not invent this." <laughs> um, some she found it like a few years ago, and like she thinks this is from her generation. No, man. <laughs> um, but it's so funny. I heard this, this, this new type of music yeah, called slowed and chop. Slowed and, and chop. I was like, "What? No, that's ours. Give it back. <laughs> it's ours. Give it back." Uh, yeah, but um, but my kids really they put me onto a lot of stuff. They listen to everything. They listen to everything. So um, they keep me well, well rounded in this whole music industry. <laughs> but I'm I'm trapped till I die. <laughs> Do your kids ever get embarrassed? I guess if they see you like, hey, mom, mom calm, yeah. calm down. Yes. I, I don't need you not to be this high to the Yes, they do. They do. And my daughter told me all the time she don't like my music, which is really crazy because she listens to everything. <laughs> Cute music, but she says I listen to too much rap. So <laughs> you listen to too much. She, rap. she listens to everything. She doesn't discriminate discriminate against any genre. So yeah, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, what about? Uh, I like to also end with like some other songs and other like little news topics. Well, the one news topic I, I don't know if you're a, a Bow Wow and Romeo fan, but did you see that uh, Romeo has? Called Romeo uh, has called Bow Wow out to do a versus. Child, <laughs> like that he posted listen. a video of him like um, calling Bow Wow. He was like, "Hey, bro, you know we gotta do it for the culture. You know we two young superstars. There ain't nobody do it do it like us." And Bow was like, "Oh yeah, bro, we we, we gonna sit we gonna sit down and, and and talk about it. You know uh, when I get out in L.A." But people were saying on, on the internet like, "Yo, Romeo, you're gonna lose twenty and oh." Let Bow Wow go up against so, like somebody like Soldier Boy. <laughs> I'd say to that, shout out to Bow Wow and Romeo. However, they were, I feel like they catered to the generation to uh, to um, not Gen X. What's the generation under us? I can't think of that whole generation. But I, I look young, but I'm 36. I wasn't the one bumping Bow Wow. Okay, so, you, so, yeah, so was, like they got some I'm bops. I'm 32. I was like, yeah, that was mine. Yeah, so and I'll be 37 in September. They, I mean, they have some bops. I give it to them. I'm not hating, but at the same time, that's not a verse since I'm excited about. That's the whole class of 07 and. Yeah, I'm oh. class, yeah, I'm class of 06. <laughs> okay, yeah, see, so yeah. 07, 08, 09, happy about that. I'm good. <laughs> My kids, my, they probably won't even watch it, but yeah, I'm good on that one. I might catch the recap on Shade Room or something. Yeah, because I was like, mm, yeah. Was yeah, like, nobody's hyped for that besides them. No one's hyped for that. That You know that was scripted, right? That whole, we need to do it for the culture. No, it's like a few gener- like a, a <laughs> It's it's a really short culture. Y'all need to do that for not all. Yeah, of us. I was like, I was like, plus it's like right now, like I love the whole versus thing. I was like, but versus is kind of dying out. Ain't nobody. Really yeah, it's like, dying out. Yeah, ain't nobody really paying attention. Yeah, club quarantine gone. Versus is shortly behind it. It's, yeah, yeah, we getting back outside. Yeah, because the like the last couple of them, I just forgot what they were. And I'm like, oh yeah, the verses is going on. Or uh, yeah, like the SWV uh, and escape one. Yeah, I didn't even catch I, that one. I didn't know until then. I'm like, oh, that was yesterday. I was like, oh, 
Okay, yeah, whatever. I was out of town. I was traveling during that one, but and I missed it. But yeah, it's been that way with the past few and even um, Ronald Isley. Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind, and Fire. I didn't even catch that one. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, oh, it's on. We outside like, again. We yeah, outside. We not. We good. Yeah, I was like, I'm doing other stuff now. I was like, you know, I ain't got time to sit there and make that like my go-to thing for tonight. Right, but I will say the verses, club quarantine, all the DJs going live, like it was really dope. And I feel like it really did get us through a tough time. Yeah. Um, even... Even though Tory he messed up, he was on the run. But he, even yeah. his lies, uh, what were they called? His yeah, was club, club quarantine. quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was loving that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was on every one of them. Like he was getting me through my days, right? But and so it was needed in that moment. However, now we good. <laughs> like we move yeah. on fast. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we, we don't need none of that right now. I got mm-hmm. other stuff I could be doing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why when you got something popping, you got to stay on it and stay consistent. Then because you never know when it's gonna run out. Yeah, because I remember doing them early verses. I used to have a setup like, make sure I give me some good to eat. I got me mm-hmm. some some drink ready. You right, know? you ain't going I, nowhere. I got my laptop and my phone ready and all set in. up like, let's, let's go, let's go <laughs> all in. It's like yeah. now, like, oh, I'm doing something right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have time for that. I, yeah, I ain't got time for all that. Yeah, yeah, but, I agree. <laughs> um, also want to ask you, I guess, what are five artists that you would say help reduce like your anxiety or I guess calm your nerves? Uh, all trap artists or anybody else? Or just five, five, any five artists that you would say. Any help. five artists. Okay, so I'm gonna say um, my number one's gonna definitely be Beyonce, and the reason why is because her um, just the music is just so relatable and really speaks to my soul. Like, like I feel you. Like I feel it. Even in performances, I've watched. Um, her last uh, documentary or uh, visual album, yeah. uh, Black is King, I have watched that probably, and I'm not even exaggerating, probably about 55 times because <laughs> it's super inspiring. Yeah. It's so inspiring. Just the visuals, everything she put into it is just super inspiring. So when I'm in a negative space or I'm stuck and I, and I don't feel creative, I'll watch it okay. um, straight through. <laughs> straight through um so yeah but uh yeah she's one that can really shift my mood um with her her music and then ari ari uh, lennox i am a big yes. ari lennox fan i yes. need that new album soon ari yes uh j cole yes have you heard the new album j cole yes i have yes. i've only listened to it once um because i haven't had time to just really sit so, with it and yeah. dissect and really listen to it but I, of course i loved it at first listen um um, but yeah, I gotta I gotta have to run that back a few more times. Um and his song, uh, Love Yours. Yeah. That's that's one of my favorite songs. Like if I'm feeling negative or in a bad space, that's one I'll I'll turn on to. Okay. Um, about where I am in life. So what that was three? Was uh, yeah, that three, three or four? Yeah. Okay, so that was three. So um and then my last two have to be trapped. Let me see. Um oh, I gotta give one to Drake. Drake okay. got bangers, man. Drake Drake will get you through some stuff or have you ready He's to go to jail. God. <laughs> yes. Let me find a Drake caption, right? Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, Drake, and then I, I have to end that thing with Lil Baby. Like that's yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's my that's my five. Okay, cool, cool. Um, oh, wait a minute. No, oh, not oh. Lil Baby Two Chains. I'm sorry. Oh, we can, we can, I'm sorry. we can do wait a six. We can do six. Yeah, the Two Chains, Virgo season, right? Yeah, yeah. But, hey, yeah that's team, my Virgo. Oh, t- okay, Team yeah. Virgo. See, I'm Team Virgo too. Oh, you a Virgo? 91588. Hey, I'm the 18. Hey, see, yeah, okay. shout out to us. <laughs> yeah, Virgos in the building. Yes. All the greats are Virgos. Of course. You know, yeah. Michael Jackson. Yep. Beyonce. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. 
Um, I guess just to end it, you know, uh, again, speak on the, the event I got coming up and give the, the dates and locations and then, you know, social medias and all that. Yes, yes, yes. So the first thing, of course, speed dating event that is going to be on May 30th at the Wee Spot. That's in the Bishop Arts District. And it is, I'm going to drop this address real quick, 302 North, North Madison Avenue in Dallas, Bishop Arts District. That's going to start at 6 on May 30th. So we, um, but you can also go to our uh, Instagram in our bio and register for that. It's a free event, but you need to go on and register just so we can keep count of who all's coming out and who we're expecting. But the big thing that we do have coming up, we are originally from El Dorado, Arkansas. So shout out to the pound. Um, but we are hosting, co-hosting uh, the Boat Awards. So we're doing this local awards uh, for just local black business owners, entrepreneurs that are doing amazing things in the community. Um, and BOLD stands for Black Outstanding Leaders Indoors. That's going to be Juneteenth weekend. So we okay. have a whole weekend of celebration for the hometown. Um, we're highlighting, uh, we have 15 different categories that are begin awards for like best hair salon, best stylist, barber, um, Academic scholar and athlete are getting scholarships. So it's just really dope. So, so, um, so thank you. Thank you. And it's going really good. Shout out to all our sponsors. Build a Bond is a, a sponsor. So we're super excited about that. Um, and all our sponsors that are coming through Body Bali. We have so many. People have really been showing up for us. And the next day, we're doing our. Um, uh, Juneteenth, uh, I'm sorry, a Black Expo, Business Owner Expo. So vendors will be coming out and setting up their booths and okay. people can come out and support. So that's in El Dorado, Arkansas, June 19th from 10 to 4. So everybody back home can come out and, and support those things. And Anxieties, the mother has so much other stuff coming in the works. We're super excited about We've been working. Let's do Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank Definitely got to make sure we come out and support that for yes. sure. Yes. Um, uh, again, you know, give you social medias and all that, and then we can wrap up and we can dip out. All right. So, of course, follow us. Anxiety is a mother. Look us up. Anxiety is a mother on all things. Our website is anxiety is a mother dot com. Um, also, while you're on anxiety as a mother, look up ZZ's ice cream puffs. It's ZZ's underscore ice cream underscore puffs energies inner dot G's on Instagram. And I am Laurie and 317 on Instagram. So look us up. Reach out. Send me a DM. Let's connect, network, listen to the podcast, all that good stuff. All right. Well, again, thank you for, for doing this and taking the time to uh, sit down with me and, and talk some, some good anxiety uh, talk and all the other stuff we've talked about. Um, this is your boy, Smiles. I'm here with Lori of the Anxiety is a Mother podcast, and we are out. Out. Peace. Thank you for having me. Yep. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Smiles. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Follow the page at Music Impulse. On Twitter and Instagram, that's M-U-S-I-C-M-P-U-L-S-E. Follow me at JW Smiles, as well as don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spreaker. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Your boy Smiles, and I'm out.